Nobody made an emoji of me. Made my own little face. I could be. They don't look so like me. Thank you for listening to the Nick Jackson Podcasting Network. I swear I do. Okay, you know what would be amazing? If you left a five-star review on iTunes. Go ahead. Just do it. That's dope. Now you feel guilty. You got to do it now. (laughs) You already know what time it is. It's Nate Jackson. This is the Super Funny Comedy Club, and this is the club's podcast without... Any type of do, further ado, or however they say it. I'm getting out the way. Our headliner this weekend is uh, incredible uh, with, I believe, five specials. Three, I think, on Showtime. <laughs> three. Uh, <laughs> HBO Dem- <laughs> Jam five. Superstar returning uh, <laughs> after two seasons of where they had a hiatus. Uh, shit, TV writer, flat out. The funniest person I've ever seen do stand-up with my own two eyes is in the building. Get out of here, man. Tony Roberts. I only pay him $200 to say that. Just think what I can get for 1000 <laughs> <laughs> Tony Roberts in the building, people. Believe me, if you're listening right now, you just heard of me walking out your coma. Wake up. I've been putting it down for a minute, people. You know the voice. You know the energy. Super funny comedy club. You couldn't think of a most bold, direct name than that. That's dope. I all that ha ha, giggle giggles, and all that. No, super funny. That's dope. I love it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I love that's, it. That's what I've been doing for years, man. We've been we've been doing super funny comedy show long before super funny. I comedy like that. Club. Nate Jackson, one of ours. What? That's like everybody. Super- like you got a bunch of guys in prison, and want somebody to get out and be a lawyer. You're like, oh, we in. <laughs> we finally got somebody. We somebody to take these stupid. I mean, you, know, you know what happened? The thing about it is. Two years ago, I think it was two years ago, uh-huh. the L.A. Rams football organization, uh-huh. they hired two of the cheerleaders are men. Okay. Two of the cheerleaders are men. They went to the Super Bowl that year. The year they went to the Super Bowl, and they lost to the Patriots. Yeah. So you got two gay guys. Oh, they're not men. like the guys that lift the girls. No, the they are the kickers to move the head. They ain't doing the routine. Oh, they, they doing so the they, splits. Everything. So two guys actually made the squad. Okay. So they like, okay, well, it's L- and we open-minded. You know what I'm saying? So they go to, that's when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. You know how Atlanta get down. Right. So they like. That's like Martin Luther King just got on the team (laughs) for black people. When you get two gay dudes and you go to Atlanta. Gay Mecca? What? Oh, man. They're like, my God, we in, paper, we in. They sold more tickets than the receivers. Oh, God. Oh, God. And what's the coincidence that it looks like the same thing. Like, look how long we've been doing comedy next to each other. Yeah. I'm seeing you. I met you in the comedy, comedy, comedy. And then now you you own the club. Yeah. That's rare. I see people do open my oh, they own a night. Yeah, they, we have nights. Yeah, yeah, they got nights. They got night here. A lot of comics night got nights. That's what they call it. How many comics got a club? Uh, Earthquake had them. Earthquake had the, a night. Tyler. But look, I'm on my way to Memphis. Jesse. Chuckles. Chuckles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, Tyler. No, not Tyler. Um, the own Chuckles. I don't know. Oh, a bugger. It's not Tyler Craig. No, Tyler Craig. What? No. Who on Chuckles? Tyler Craig. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. No. Uh, Who on Chuckles? Me, him, and, and Tom, nephew Tommy did 
did 20 cities on the tour three years ago. I don't feel bad for not knowing his name. You did 20 goddamn cities with this But I talked to him. Who is he? That's what I'm saying when you hit my age. You stop again. No, I just talked to him. That's one of my... Dude, I'm embarrassed right now. It's one of my... Prescott yeah. is one of the owners. There's two owners of Chuckles. Now they got a new one in Jackson, Mississippi. Nice. He been yeah, they've been at it for like five he owned like six, five, six years now. Michael Ware and Prescott. Michael Ware and Prescott. Yeah. Prescott. Now he him and you. I said Tyler and the whole time I was looking in my mind Prescott. At Prescott. At Prescott's face. Yes. Who else what's, what other comic in the country, especially black, mm. that has a comedy club? Even even Chocolate Sunday with Pookie, he not he's not his club. No, you know. So I mean, that's Enzo Mitchell has a black club, but he's not a comic. So yeah, that's true. He's not a comic, so right. he he didn't go into the trenches. He don't know uptown. And comics know how comics owned. should be treated. That's why that's why people comics should love going to another comedy club that comics own because they they know if you if they don't have it because they don't really have it. Right. So you got to go and stay here or do this. This is my because comics, no comics, you know. And not only that, I also know when it's the bullshit too. When it's the bullshit, I'm like, I'm looking at people's writers, like, yeah, nigga, you know, this ain't gonna happen. You don't come down here. You don't even, nigga. You're allergic to pineapples, nigga. I'm not chopping <laughs> right, up these fucking pineapples exactly. for you, exactly, nigga. You, you're <laughs> nigga Jewish. Put, nigga put chapstick on his writer. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't got no chapstick. Lick them bitches. <laughs> right. <laughs> you gonna be hot on stage. Your mouth ain't you, gonna right. be You're right. You gonna be hot, nigga. Bring a chapstick from the gig you just had this writer work on. Yeah, I need some black house shoes. To to go to the stage, but I put my shoes on. Your ass ain't gonna be working here, bro. Michael Blackson's writer said so much stuff that on it it said it, it all said, of this and two. It said two midgets. <laughs> two midgets. That's what he said. At least we didn't ask for two midgets. That's how much shit. That's how much shit was on it. He's that, stupid. I was like, man, I only got but, you one midget, man. I'm sorry. Is, what is it? They don't do nothing with it. No. There was a lot of undrank drinks. And a I'm lot not of undermining people food. that really want a lot of stuff and they feel like they should have all this stuff. But I just I've just never I can't even be that type of famous. My family won't let me be that. My mama would man, what? Humble humble pie. My sister would request me out. They say, what the hell you need all this shit for? Get your ass up there and be funny. I, I know, I but here's the thing. As a comic, I appreciate people coming. So I, we yeah. we we extend try to accommodate. We, it. we roll out the the black carpet for yeah, y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so but some stuff you know damn well you going, don't need a rotisserie chicken <laughs> still <laughs> rolling on the, the machine <laughs> with a lobster tail in his ass. <laughs> and a lobster, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? You don't know. You gonna smoke weed and eat all the candy? You ain't gonna even eat, right? And then you need six bitches in the in the room and five dudes. Anybody after you? And we feeding everybody. And so what I did was I that said, ain't nobody shit. upstairs. Ain't nobody upstairs. So all that shit that you ordered, I hope is enough for you. Yeah. Because you're not finna turn oh, this share. into a goddamn. Share. Everybody get a wing. Yeah. Everybody get a wing. <laughs> everybody get a wing. We got split a beer. And if, if, while you bullshit, you can split the wings. Split you can the have wing. a drum and you can have a flat. Especially if it's the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> and That's... the bitches get the wing tips. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on it. Don't eat that. Ain't no meat on that. But Nate Jackson got his own comedy club. Lines should be out the door. The phone should be off the hooks with comics all over the country. That's, I know, I know the feature acts. Mm. They just been coming. They've been trying to pile up and trying to open up. That's that's natural. Like crazy headliners. They should be. They should know 
one of our own has a comedy club. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that when, I, when I'm on the road. Yeah. When I'm on the road, I run across. You know, Nate Jackson got the comedy club popping. Man, tell them because that's yeah. what we need. I need somebody in their ear so that they will override what they have been yeah. taught is the right way to do this business. But do you, do you think? Do you think? You've been on social media with it. Everybody and, and knows. Everybody got to know. That's not the issue. The issue is, do they understand what it is? Do they, there's yeah. a reason guys are calling. Yeah. We yeah. just booked D.L. Hughley. Yeah. We just booked Roy Wood Jr. Right. There's a reason that crossover acts are, are reaching out and do. But there's also a reason why guys are just telling their agent, whichever one gets me the better deal. See, But the thing about but, it is. But, but this is my thing. I got more seats. Mm-hmm. And we're doing better deals, mm-hmm. but they're doing a loyalty thing where they say, "Well, I've done, I've come to that city before, and I'm gonna keep going to that same place." Okay, I have cool. never been, I've been Do approached both. like this before, but I've never been a person that you can tell me I can't go nowhere else. Me neither. I've never been. You could never tell me that. And I, they told yeah. me that before a couple of times. And I said, no, I'm going to do this spot. So you can wait another year or two to book me. But I'm going to do this spot right here. I'm gonna do and whatever they, they, I'm gonna said, do. they said they're not going to book me no more. And they end up booking me a year later. Exactly. So that's just a little threat. That's a threat. But. And it's just I, a threat. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So you look at these comedy chains where they have 55 clubs or four clubs or 10 clubs. Whatever it is, they'll leverage the other ones. For that right. one, I said, so if he do that here, he can't do Tuscaloosa. He can't do Minnesota. At the end of the day, if you don't do that city, they still need you in Tuscaloosa. Right. They still need you in Minnesota. Exactly. So people got to understand their own strength. These people work for us. We don't work for them. But the, but a lot of them, the main chains, the mainstream clubs, they have a threat like that. I got like, we got like 15 clubs. And you ain't going to be in none of them. You do this one city. Right. You do this other club. You do this. Dude, I'm about to do a theater. At this one club, at this one city. Um, they ain't got nothing to do with your club. Well, I'm about to do this other club that have nobody that you even come in your room. Right. You know, they're not, you know, you come, they, they come to see the Damon Waynes and stuff like that. And, you know, and half that crowd is ain't even black. Mm. I'm going to do this room, man, down the street from that club, dude. So you don't have to book me if you want to. But and I've, I've been told that two or three times and I got back in about a year or so later. Because they know they they gotta recycle everybody. They gotta. Well, there's funny, and then there's world class funny. Yeah, yeah. We created a demand a demand for ourselves. Right, right. How many people you think on the road can pack out two hundred seats? Let's just say two hundred. Yeah, and and uh, because the way the game five, is set six up shows. is it is just like it's just like society. Mm-hmm. There's the one percenters, and then there's yeah. the rest of the game. Yeah. How many people you ask, who's your favorite comic? They're going to give you the same five names, and they don't even watch comedy. But this is how it goes, and you already know, for, for the listeners, no matter who you love in comedy, you got two times not to give me a good show. i give you one. They one are, good time. so much Maybe less. two. And if, if the crowd, the time you go back, it's going to be less people. When you go back the third time, if they don't hear it, if it don't, the, the 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 streets ain't talking. Oh, when he came back, he he ripped. If it ain't that, you that's how it's filtering out. But then the crowd's not stupid. They know every time somebody come four or five times, bam, they knock them dead. Mm-hmm. They don't forget that. No, they don't forget that. I, I go around the country now. Half my car is white. They don't even know. Oh, some people doing, this just is, this is eighty percent white now. Some people just heard of me, just yeah. like. I had a lady. Away. I was in D.C. I got off stage in D.C. I had an old white lady. She had her, her kids with her. Her kids were 40s. In okay. their 40s. Okay, she's old. Old. She's old. 
from Ireland. Wow. They said this is her first entertainment she's ever comedy show she ever been to. And she we looked online and we we came we brought her to see you and she was hugging me for five minutes. Just from laughing and loving. Just hug me and just like that was the funniest. And she was talking like an accent. Right, right. I was like, I'm like, well, it looked like you about to meet Jesus. So I hope you tell him how funny I am. (laughs) Give me a ticket. Give me a ticket. (laughs) Put a good word in for me. (laughs) But man, yeah, people love comedy. It ain't about the color no more. No. It ain't about color no more. It used to be. It used to be. It used to be like very segregated. But black people, but our, humor, black our humor, our humor is different. They, that's different. Yeah, but what's happened through, the, I, and I think, and maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it is attributed to everyone having to stay home for the last year. They had to watch it. They watched everything out there that they like, and then you they know, stepped they into something other, else and was like, damn, I like this too. That's what exactly This is how happened. you get an uncle, a retired white fireman that is an 85 South fan. He done ran out. And, and start watching them. He ran out of friends. Laughing. He ran out of Seinfeld. And it's a different humor. That, that, that DC young fly, he, you know, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he ever comes to my town. <laughs> I, I will, I will, I will uh, uh, like the, the educated old, old lawyers, yeah, I would like him to put his pants up a little bit, but uh, he's, the motherfucker's funny. He's very funny. So I think, like, you, you put the nail on the head. You watch everything. Then you go watch so many of their little, okay, then they come over to this side. Yeah. And our comic, our comedy is it's more aggressive. It's more kinesthetic. It's, it's, it's more real. It's like the stories are like, you can see it. I don't know. I just watch a lot of comedy, real mainstream comics that don't do black rooms or black crowds. Right. And they have a really different way they talk, the way they, they, they describe something. They could talk about a doorknob for eight minutes. Oh, yeah. I, I and milk it. I, yeah, I had a comic. Did great. He had a great set. Right. He had a 10-minute closer about his card not going through trying to buy two donuts. That's crazy. I'm talking 10 minutes. And just milk it. Punchline, 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 in pieces. punchline. Yeah. The reactions and everything. I was in I was in uh, Edmonton, Canada. And um, they had two, the black girl, uh, open act, and then uh, a white dude. Young white dude, just skinny, looked like a dork. And he was up there talking. It was mostly a black crowd. It was it was fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. But they got you know they got people from England and everything. Yes, yeah, so it's dope. I'm in the back room because I want to watch when I do a show like a weekend. The very first show I got to watch who's on the show and what they saying. I want to say right. see if they can hold their own. Mm-hmm. So they funny. I can chill in the green room. I ain't got to look at and hope something. Dude, I'm in the back room watching him, and they not they not really laughing. They. In and out because of his behavior. Because uh-huh. he a nerd and he brave. Right. He said, one joke, dude, did nobody get it but me. And they, they heard me back in the back. <laughs> I bust out laughing. He said, yeah, where's um, uh, Ray Parker Jr. at these days? <laughs> <laughs> he said that he came up with Ghostbusters. Now, that was a hit. Now, the guy, the, the, he said the, the, the song would have been garbage if he hadn't said this. The best part of the song when he said... It makes me feel good when he said that. I just fell out. The back. That's, all he said. That's all he said. That did it. And then I forgot about the part. <laughs> I'm in the back. The whole crowd, the whole everybody in the in the, in the comedy club turned around, seeing me on the wall laughing. Right. I said, and I said real loud, y'all didn't get that. <laughs> right. This is bullshit. That was funny as shit. <laughs> right. And they started clapping for him. Right. So this that was funny as shit. They don't know. That was, they, they missed it because they ain't even looking at Bruh, him. Like, I sit in my showroom and laugh oh, heartily. 
I'll be cracking up, dude. The throwaway lines be getting me. Now, I, let me shift gears. Okay. Because we were talking about how many specials you did. I said the wrong amount on the intro and where they were at and all that. <laughs> One, I want you to set me straight. Right. And then two, I want you to tell me, how are you preparing for all these damn specials? Everything I see, I write, I, I say. And then I write it down so I won't forget it. Okay. And so how I could many- be talking to anybody. My mom, my boys, my wife, my kids. Mm-hmm. I can see something in the house. And I have a thought about it, and it, if it makes me laugh, I write it down and put it in my phone or something. And right. I just keep, and I take three jokes, and every time I do a comedy club, I do them three jokes, and then put the rest of my set in that I know I'm going right, to do. Right, right. Then I stick them three jokes, see what to do. Yep. And I stick three more with them before you know I got a new set. Yep. And I just keep doing it, because I don't pass nothing up. If it's funny, I'm saying it. Period. I'm saying it. And some stuff, people just start trying to get kind of sensitive. But if it's funny to me, I tell young comics all the time, if it's think it's funny, somebody else going to think it's funny. Don't worry about it. If it, might, if it ain't funny, it's vulgar. If it ain't funny, that means you said dick. You said pussy. You said fucking. If it ain't funny, it's, it's dick and it's, and it's bad and it's, it's right. pussy. Right. You can't say that. If it ain't funny. If it's funny, you can say anything. Anything. And it, it excuse it because they're laughing. Yeah. So, this, yeah. This is a clean podcast. So, I just wanted to let everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. TD Jakes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. So, then. So, that's, that's another uh, tour that we were on. A 20 city. No, it was 18 cities. TD Jakes. We signed and everything. Me Three other comics. It was nephew Tommy, me. It was two girls and another guy. Uh-huh. He was taking us out for 18 City. Cause I did his his uh, mega fest. Yeah, yeah. But I never met him. He he heard of me because I get stand ovation, six thousand people, bam, fifteen minutes, and then they wanted to give me less. They wanted to give me the same money, so I asked, and his people said, "No, give him what he want because you want him." So the second time, bam, stand ovation. The third time I did it. But he never, he never there at the comedy show. He's right. doing the big event. Right, right. Because his weekends are like it's Super Bowl. It's a whole weekend. There's 15 things going on. So I was there doing a comedy club, and a couple of people said, hey, the guy, Tony Roberts, at the comedy club in Dallas, he said, hey, go get him. Tell him I'm, I want him to come, and, and I'm going to meet him. I hung out all that night, though. I got like an hour and a half sleep. So the guy said, hey, can you get dressed real quick? And you ain't got to put nothing special on, but he wants he want you to sit through a sermon. He want to meet you. I said, Lord, don't even come. Because I'm a knockout when I get there. And I don't want him to give me a shout out and I'm my, my mouth sleep. open and I'm asleep. I kill myself. Right. <laughs> in, and TDJ gives you a, in his church, he gives you a shout out because he's going to do it. Oh, yeah. And my back, and my back of my neck is on the pew and my mouth open and I'm drooling, <laughs> snoring. Yeah. I'm killing myself. At church. <laughs> At church. <laughs> I'm going to the, the top of the steeple, the steeple and dive off that bitch. TDJ! <laughs> So that's another thing. That's another challenge for me. I didn't think I can do that good was clean comedy. You can. All I did was take out no sex subjects. Mm-hmm. I did everything I usually do, yep. but just don't use profanity. And people in church, this is when everybody was failing that was on the show. They was doing church jokes. 
Yeah. They're talking about the Holy Ghost. And yeah. This is how they do in church. You ever see the little church lady? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about That'll that. That'll work for maybe one or two comics, but after that, they're like, okay. I said I ran out of gas coming here. Right. <laughs> who can relate to that? Right. Who got them? Who my mom gonna smack them out the chair? <laughs> who got a poop? <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> I said, why is everybody going to sleep? For, the first person always goes to sleep, always the one who snore bad. He always the one that goes to sleep first. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then just, just, I mean, just talk about, and church people they tired of the church thing. Yeah. And that's funny. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So let me let me ask you this, right? right. So 18 City Church Tour uh <laughs> <laughs> with T D Jakes, right? You got uh the other tour you just mentioned. Uh before we went on air, you took another call locking in some other stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You working, working and have been yeah. for a long time. Yeah. You tell people if you're just not hearing about me. Welcome to being out of a coma. You came, you came out of a coma. Right. And so all that is my segue to ask you, what would you say is has been the tipping point for for you that what busted all those tours up? What was the credit or what was the what was the thing? Now, I know I know it's easy right, to say right, well, right. a lot of stuff. No, you know. No. You know that you you know when you walked off the stage and everybody rushed you and you were like, shit about to be done. It was a combination of two things. Okay. I did Nine season BT, and people was like comic view, comic view. Everybody was like, "Well, starting to get to know." Okay, he's consistent. Mm-hmm. When I first did comic view the first time in ninety four, in ninety five, I got Def Comedy Jam. But I went. Did nobody know? You know, they're looking for they're looking for the um, Steve Harvey's and all that, and right. the Bernie Max and names, all that. Yeah, they, the names. So my name slipped through the thing. So then I stopped being so consistent through comic view. They brought Dev Jam back in 96, in 06, 07. Yep. I headlined both of those. No, they brought Dev Jam back in 06 and then decided later to bring back 07. Well, yeah. Hold on. Went through all of the talent searches and the only person to do both seasons, Tony Roberts. That's true, though. I'm talking about. I headlined both shows. They basically went to HBO and said, we'll bring it back. Uh, We're basically, we're going to, we're going to have. Tony Roberts. Right. And who else? Kick and we don't know yet. Kick and Free. <laughs> right. Because Mike Epps hosts one and DL hosts one. We got, yeah. And so we got, and they I was there. They didn't even keep the same host. I was there. After Party was at the standard. Yep. It changed everything. But this is this where the double punch came Sumner, in. We got Bob Sumner, Tony the, Roberts, Russell Simmons, the DJ, and we figured out the rest. And then we figured out the rest. And they greenlit that. And then two of the guys that's working in the, in the green room. Yeah. And one of the but security guards. Grab he got the kitchen. last year. So. He, he got three jokes. Yeah. Ray Bring Ray. out of here. So like, get him, get him in here. So, oh six, like the first when they brought back that headline that one, they was like, "Damn, this might be the new dude." Oh, he, this guy's funny. Remember him? Comedy View. Everybody quote the old jokes. I came back in oh seven. Yeah. Now, the roof was weak enough where I did my first special in oh eight, and it went through the roof, and I've been on the road ever since. It's like but, heavy. But what I'm here to tell you is the roof wasn't weak. You dude. hit that bitch at a time where couldn't nobody else get through the goddamn roof. But dude, I'm it was a, you. it was a four ply roof, and it was so much heat on that side of the game that you just bust through, bro. But then the thing about it is, between '09 to now, nobody's seen me mediocre on stage twice. You might see me tired and be less energy, a little bit less. Nobody never seen me. I've been consistent. I never caught you slipping. Consistent. That's what everybody did. And that's a big deal. 
It's the it's the they know it don't matter what where you at well, who's first I'm in the middle a concert whatever I'm about to bring it and that's what that's what locks in consistent bread that's what makes you look at your calendar and go is. I know there's gonna be a certain amount of money on there period no yeah. matter what the lockdown do or don't yeah. do people know if it's time to laugh I don't know where I'm at in two months. But you're going to be somewhere. My wife, my role manager. Tamara's my agent. Yep. Jenny just called. They mm-hmm. got two different agents working. They go to Carmel, my wife, and then she take care of the... And I don't know where I'm at in two months. But they do. They know. Mm-hmm. The calendar is popping up, but I don't know where I'm at. I just know where I'm at next week. I just get ready mentally for that, that city. They go, then we go to this city next. I go, oh, God. I don't like it there. <laughs> but it's the fans. It's the city I'm in. Right. But the fans I like. That's the thing. So it's like a it's a it's a it's a crazy dude. But th- but this is this is the difference between I would say since 09. Right. There's only been one or two opportunities to go on TV as a stand-up comic without a sitcom That's since. It. That's for real. There is no dip. Like no. when I was coming up, I mean I started comedy in 06, 07. Mm-hmm. Took it serious in 09. So, comic, you've been done. Then I did it, mm-hmm. went to Atlanta, taped the center stage, some more hosted, mm-hmm. r- ripped to where she came out and was like, I thought I knew all the funny big niggas in comedy. That nigga That's was right. funny. That's right. I'm like, bet. Right. BT got new ownership, and the whole goddamn thing didn't mm. Yeah. At all. That's crazy. And I cried. There was niggas who did sets where it was like, nigga, yeah. you're lucky this didn't come out. Dude, you ever do Montreal? Yeah, but I didn't do Montreal through Montreal. I did Montreal through Kevin Hart. Okay, I did the Kevin Hart Montreal. And I did the the, the New Faces thing. So you know the difference. Dude, I ripped the New Mm -hmm. Faces thing. Damon Wayans came up and just started grabbing me like, where you be at? Right. Where you be at? Right. (laughs) Who are you? He's like, I've been doing this shit 15 years. That's the crazy part. He had to go next. He was still hugging you. After he got on stage, after, before before he got on stage, he grabbed me. He's like, where you be at? I mean, like, I already know your name because I'm his son's little Damon, yeah. favorite comic. Yep. He told him that. He said, my son's son, you his favorite comic. And he told me, look out for you. And then he had to go on stage, but he was Damon Wayans. Right. You know, but nigga, I have to a whole. Did the Kevin Hart's thing? Ate it. You ate it? I thought I did. I swear to God. I, I can look at the set right now. Weird. I can look at the set right now, yeah. and they was like can, Canadian. They was kind of giggling and everything. Uh-huh. Everybody else rolling. I su- I see myself. I said that's funny as shit. But they was like they give me a couple of laughs, and and I'm on stage like I need to get out of here. You did it three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they they stopped for yeah. a little bit, then came back. Right. So yeah. I did it, and Leslie came out and was like, "Bro, I'm already greenlit to shoot three Netflix specials or something." He was saying. He was like, do you mind if, if if I put in a word for you to be one of them? I'm like, cool. I did that good. He was like, Nick, listen, between this year and last year, you were the funniest person I've seen. That's crazy. And so I, so I can, I hear you when you say the consistency. And I'm not even going to bullshit you. When it comes yeah. to cadence and pacing, mm-hmm. every comic in the game needs to be looking at what the fuck you're doing. Because, nigga, if it's not, I don't know when you're breathing in. But the <laughs> you stupid as shit. <laughs> this nigga's a hummingbird. The thing about it is, it's all I, I out. I'm scared to underestimate a crowd. You and me both. If I sit there and don't talk for a minute and just walk around like, yeah, it's crazy out here. That silence will get me nervous. Yeah, and so, but there's some people who've figured out how to embrace that silence and no, they use do. it. They but do. I'm not finna be that guy. I got shit to say. I got shit to say, dude. Yeah. And I need, no, hell no, dude. But I remember I did my first, um, the Aspen. 
That's when they okay. used to go to Aspen. Mm. I did that in the early 90s, and that was crazy. That was like, then everybody was taking oxygen. We had the oxygen mask, and you breathe it so in. high up. Yeah, the altitude. And then I had the energy. And mm-hmm. I, that first show, I didn't do the oxygen, and I lost 10 minutes, 7 minutes. I was losing my breath. Wow. And I was like, whoa. Anybody else got problem breathing up here? And then everybody supposed to laugh. And they knew I didn't take the oxygen. <laughs> right. <laughs> they knew. So, but before, after that, I was like, I see you. I was just thinking about face. <laughs> I was sucking the oxygen up before I went on stage. That's, that's funny. So I, I, I asked this, right? All right. You go back, or you could say 06, 07 when things are starting to pop off, right? Right. That's the tipping point. But did you recognize it when it was happening? No. No. Could too, t- you just I, like I, I didn't have the, the cockiness. I didn't have like I didn't change my behavior. I didn't. Mm. I always went back home, and like when I go to shows, I don't go out. I go watch movies in my hotel, right? And I go get something to eat. Yep. I don't. I don't do that. The partying. I didn't do a lot of. Um, I've been around in a situation with celebrities in the room, and I don't even. I speak to them. They wave or something. I did. Um, Russell Simmons did the. Uh, he did the. Um, was it four years ago? Three years ago? He did an award show right before the the the, the, um, the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. The, it was the uh, Black Oscars to yeah, him. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. It was Tony Rock was hosting. Yep. Yeah, because we talking about helped put the shit together. Yeah. I remember what it is. I remember that. Uh, Ice Cube. It was basically saying, man, son. fuck the Oscars. We'll throw our own. Yeah. Uh, all the black celebrities, all the, the, the who's who's in there, right? All the digital This was my job. He said. He called me and asked me to come down to L.A. and talk to him about this. Don't, don't tell nobody. That's all right. He said, right with Tony Rock, I'm going to have him, hey, yo, such and such in the house, give it up for such and such. Hey, what's up? Uh, right between where they switch shift and shit, people, and he, want, he want him to say, Tony Robinson, how, what's up, Tony? What's up, what's up? And then I'm going to have a mic on me that nobody know it. <laughs> I'm going to grab, I'm going to say, wait, I'm going to tell you what's up. Why ain't no category for me? Why ain't no category for niggas who almost been in shit? I almost been in everything. So I grabbed him. I just grabbed my mic out my jacket and went on stage. I said, move, Tom. Move him out the way. Anybody want to talk about all this goddamn awards but for this and that and this category? What about the nigga that been on almost anything? And I looked at Ice Cube. They almost had me and boys in the hood, but they said I was ticklish. I couldn't be a thug. Fuck that. Everybody's ticklish. And I, was, I went on for nine minutes just bing, and bing, dropped bing, the bing, mic. Bing, bing, bing. Nigga, when I tell you, destroyed the... Kept, Deion Coleman was running over to the table, niggas. What's the nigga name that's got all the little movies now? Light skinned nigga. Always be the Brandon T. Jackson? No. The nigga D-Ray. that's No, not D Ray. The <laughs> nigga now. The nigga that in um You and I need some echinacea. Damn, what's Everything the nigga name? The tip of our Michael time. Ely. Oh, okay. Michael Ely came in, dude. Come on, man. You wanna sit at my table? I was at my wife. We were sitting behind an ice cube table. I was sitting up front for a reason, but I see my wife wanted to go there. She's a big fan and everything. Uh-huh. Dude, Hell it was so no. many motherfuckers coming at me, and the Ice Cube said, "Let's take a flick. Let's take a flick, man." Blah blah blah. So I'm thinking, I say, right now, Ice Cube is bam, it's beaming. Is it gonna be a Saturday? Fuck Friday. It's gonna be a Saturday. <laughs> right. You need, you need another. You need another. It seemed like he, if you kill in front of him, he write you into some shit. Oh boy, I can't remember actors' names for nothing. Uh, Transformers, black nigga, Tyrese. Tyrese came to me and said, "Yo." Yo, yo, I swear to God, he said this to me. Yo, I had a barbecue at my house three weeks ago. Where were you at? I said, nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> we don't have my phone number. But Tyrese has a stage in his backyard. The nigga took my number down. He said, I got it now. I said, damn, what all niggas got to do? Did you perform there? 
No, not in his stage. Nigga, no. I did shit. It's hella fun. That's funny. He put in like there a is? real, like a Live Nation stage. <laughs> That's crazy. At, in the back. And so the only reason I did is because I, I think he was coming to Chocolate Sundays a lot. Yeah, right, right. And so and he, he threw a won. birthday party but for Ron G, comedy. though. But he threw a party for Ron G. So there was like every, you know, every mm-hmm. young comic in Hollywood was right. out there eating right. all Tyrese free shit up. Yeah. And, and yeah, mapping yeah. all them free hoes. And just, what? We was out there. Nigga. And then you just go and you got to do five minutes. So I went in and did my Tyrese uh, national anthem joke yeah. and had that nigga dying. Now, this is the thing. This is the thing that really I never liked, but I never told nobody about it. Maybe my wife or something. But Russell Simmons, every time he do something, people don't book me. for. But he, he called me personally. And one time I told him, I said, hey, he was doing the ruckets. Yep. Uh, but J.B. Smooth was hosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned him down. He called me four times. I said, dude, I'm good, man. I'm on the, I already did this and that. I'm trying to do something else. Look, you do this for me. I owe you. I don't never tell a motherfucker. This is how you talk. This, 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 yeah, this, 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 I tell the motherfucker to tell him. When I tell the motherfucker something, you can believe it. My word is my bomb, motherfucker. So when I tell you something, and I need you. But motherfucker, blah, 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 blah. I said, all right, nigga, goddamn. But I didn't know you talk like that. You, so, but, so he did. Every time I do something, he do something, I'm on it. Yeah. But he never listened to all the John Blaze shit I had written, the shows or the ideas. He didn't take no pictures. He would he would listen to Tony Rock. We was in London at the Def Jam tour. Mm-hmm. Me, him, Capone, Dominique, Kickapri, Stan Lathan. We was all in the whole and one other comic. Nigga, we did six cities in London. The last one was in London. At the, the Prime Minister was there. Huh. We was like ripping. The newspaper came out. I'm the only one who had a flawless review. I said, dude, we was on the way playing back. I went and got next to his seat. I said, hey, you got to start listening to what I'm doing. I got some dope-ass ideas, but I'm not going to push them down your throat. So call me when you're ready. To, and he never, but he always say. But when you say that, he's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yes, yes. But that's what he's supposed to say. Yeah. This is a nigga that's okay, every. motherfucker. That's yeah. how he talks. But this is a nigga that's every goddamn show we leave, every night, he leave with two tall white girls. <laughs> That look 19. Both skiers. This nigga 70. This nigga, right. But they, they always leave first and the driver take them somewhere that he walk out later. Yeah. This nigga think he fooling somebody. He ain't fooling But that's my nigga though. I mean, I, I he is my Russell. dude. I, that was the first, that's, how, that's how I got onto the internet shooting skits. Russell Simmons is my Spoken dude. Spoken Reasons called me. Yeah. He was like, I, he came to something. He was at a show. And then he got my number for it. He was like, yo, this spoke. I'm like, who? He called himself JB. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. up? Hey, man, I want to see if you want to do a skit with me tomorrow. I had a flight out mm-hmm. tomorrow. Right. I'm like, uh, well, tell me what the skit is, and you know, I have a flight. He was like, all right, so I'm going to be trying to get a record deal from Russell Simmons, and you're going to kick me out of his office and shit. Right. You're just going to be secure. You're going to throw me around. You're going to literally whip my ass and throw me over your shoulder and knock me into shit and then throw me out. Right. I'm like, all right, bet. Hey, man, who's playing Russell Simmons? He was like, nigga, Russell, Russell Simmons, Simmons playing Russell nigga, Simmons. Fuck that flight right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I ain't know. I'm thinking he gonna have fucking Who's playing Russell Simmons? Yeah. Nigga said Russell Simmons. Yeah. I, what? I thought uh Pierre was gonna walk in the room, nigga. I didn't know who the fuck was gonna play Russell Simmons. He said Russell Simmons gonna play Russell Simmons. I said, nigga, for real? He said, yeah. I'm like, bad. I cancel the flight nigga. and I'm there. <laughs> we get there and uh 
What I just told you was the skit. He, we start going. He tell, mm-hmm. He's just got one cameraman. He's do, and the dude is just on him. You know what I'm saying? He's right, like, right. All right, we're gonna go in here. We're just gonna go. We're just gonna. We're just gonna go. If Russell knows we acting, he do. If he don't, he don't. That's funny. Pow! He kicking the door. Man, give me my record deal. I want a 360 right now. <laughs> he's laying on the table. Russell's on the phone. Uh, yeah, hold on just a second. Spoken reasons hangs hangs up the receiver. Russell's like, what the what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so he got everything he needed, and he's like, get this nigga, get him the fucker, and it hit his brain that this is the skit. So he's like, you security, get this nigga. So I picked him up. That's funny. Foul. That's hot. That's hot. I slammed him in the shit. The dope said, the said you security? He said it to you? Yeah. Nigga, you in. Get this nigga out. I'm slamming. Bow, bow. You know what I'm saying? And then we go outside. He's like, cut. Russell's like, nigga, I'm really mad. Fuck the skit. Get your little ass the fuck up out of here. You done hung up on a real car. Yeah, even what he said, like, you, was I need rude. you to be my security now. <laughs> You're right. I'm like, what? Uh, I got a flight. <laughs> I need a bow tie, nigga. <laughs> but I got a flight. <laughs> but yeah, so Russell is wild as hell. What's, what's, give me a celebrity that you met that, that ever just like stopped you like, oh, goddamn, it's her or it's him. Sonai Lathan. And they came to, what? Sonai Lathan. Really? Oh, my God. I'm well, but, cause young in basketball, formulated how we even went to prom. Okay, so, oh, but shit. But let me explain oh, something. That's so, my, my wife would say the same shit. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of uh, Russell Simmons, Right, so I do the TCL Chinese Theater, and it goes well. And I come out, and you know that little shine you get right in that little that little right, pocket, yeah, right? Yeah. Not the not the lobby, but that little pocket. Yeah. Right. I'm right there, and people are like, "Oh, that was funny, bro. You did your thing, or whatever." Right. I had just finished roasting Russell for cussing and sitting Indian style right, right. in the goddamn seat, and I'm like, "Nigga, are you floating, nigga?" Like I was going <laughs> off on this right, nigga. Right. And uh, somebody was like, "Nate, come take a picture." I turn, nigga. I turn, and a whole full body of my weight step. On Sanai Lathan's left foot. Fuck! I hear a toe or some shit pop. Bam! Yeah, I get off. And she's so damn fine. But I looked at her. Her face oh, wasn't fine. Oh, God. Her face was rolled up. <laughs> she was in pain. And I and I looked at her, and she was still looking up. And I just was like, nigga, turn your face. I just turned and went the other way. Don't cut your wrist. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Fuck! I apologize. But I know her, though. I stepped her dad, she's a hangout when we did the, Russell, the Def Comic Tour. And she was coming pop in every now because I met her a few times. But nigga, I'm gonna I, tell she's you, she's single. Nigga, I don't. I think I still got a shot. I get off stage one night in L.A. Nigga, and Angela Bassett came to me and grabbed me and kissed me and said, you "Oh, you like you like phenomenal. You like old." What? I would have. Her mama could have been with her. I would have kissed her mama. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett came to me and that was like, <laughs> "Bitch, do you know if I could if if." <laughs> If Larry Fishburne was here, I have you smack see you. the difference. For me, I'm looking at Sanai because when I'm, I'm young, I'm watching Angela. that. Yeah, and so when I'm you're young, you're watching I'm Argentina. Looking but at- nigga, I walked in a bookstore and seen Michael Jackson and couldn't even speak. It was a kids' bookstore? No, but he was in the kids' section. That's fucked up. Like I was going down the aisle looking for a book and he got like, this is between me and you. And he just said, hello. And I just walked back the other way. Nigga, I couldn't even talk. I mean, what the, <laughs> his up. presence was so fucking big. I'm like, what the fuck you say to Mike? That's, probably, was, that's was, probably why he kicked it with kids, because they were the only ones that would treat him regularly. But it was Tito or somebody or Jermaine. You could say something, but Michael right. Jackson? Right. You could find Jermaine. You just seen the little black oil drips all around the club. Michael you just seen Jackson? It. Yeah, Michael Jackson, the uh, legend. I just saw a video online where Diddy was talking about Michael Jackson pulled up to a house party of his to see Beyonce perform. Woo! He heard she was there, showed up. Uh, fuck. And was like, DJ, uh, play play her hit record. Woo! Beyonce, perform. 
Oh shit, man! <laughs> she was on the dance floor, nigga. I, nigga, what? Nigga. I'm doing salt and pepper push it, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Stop everything, cause that's Michael. I brought a mic. <laughs> Gave her a little golden mic, and she performed her hit song. It was one. It was splendid. Yeah. I did uh, Dave Chappelle's. Um, I just went took my daughter. I was doing a uh, comedy club in uh, Columbus, so we had. A, I went a day early. I took my daughter with me to Dave Chappelle summer camp. You might as well slow all the way down and tell me everything about Ohio. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go so bad. And just you know like, what? It like, was what good. Are, it was good. She, but, like, everybody's telling stories from like, but it wasn't. It was alright. But everybody telling story. Michelle Wolf is like, it was the best thing ever. Yeah, Donnie is telling talking about because it because they all involved high as fuck. And they okay. they doing a canoe and they walk around and oh, wait, they a walk canoe? around. They do like a canoe thing on the little like a lazy river. Yeah, lazy river, real slow. But then then they'll play like kickball, and then they walk around barefoot, high, kicking it with each other. So it's like if you don't get high, yeah, he's, and, and, you can and, see it just. But it ain't. It was. It was somewhere to be. It was historic. It's gonna be monumental. What's gonna be? It's this. It's, it's like a documentary. Oh well, yeah, that's gonna be. Epic. And it did four months. They yeah. did. They did. 50 shows with different comics. They fly four, he fly four comics in, four or five, like, real big names, and fly them back out. They do Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and they back out. And then they back in and back out. And then you got to take a COVID test. We took the COVID test. And the lab is right there. He paid for the lab to be there. In 20 minutes, you get your results. Wow. Get your bracelet. And it's, so that's when he was like, oh, I tested positive. It was not that big of a deal. Was, yeah. Like, I've had it for six he minutes. Had, he had it for, he probably had it 10 times, you know. but right. Dude, it was it was crazy, but a lot of comp- and then the key people That's all just gonna hit Netflix or some shit like and then, that. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be big. Gonna be but crazy. then he said every night that town, that little big ass country town, because yeah. it was on the cornfield. Yeah, that country town. Every night they have a Zoom meeting every other night about him. And he said, "I can't get to sleep. All I hear is nigger and the n word and and the fucker and all that. And I'm a daughter trying to sleep." They said, "Look." He brought two million dollars into this little town, right? Worth of equity, of just, right. just spending. We've never sold this he much gas he in won't. our life, and he's from here, <laughs> right? You're lucky we don't name the whole damn town Dave. That's, I swear to God, dude, I'm telling you, it was bananas. But we just stayed like What's a dead. What's the trip is that you could go there to the middle of nowhere and do that? He only you can bring the whole. You can bring your whole career. You can bring Hollywood and all that shit to whatever the hell city dude, you have. relationships. I told, him, I told Chris Spencer. I was gonna give it to Chris Tucker. I was sitting there. I said, "You should say the only person can bring uh, three is four hundred white people on high chairs in the cut up cornfield, like on a big ass field. And there's a cabin. The back of the cabin is a porch, and then they, they, you perform on the porch. And they like twenty feet from you. And they stay out here, and they 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 live here. So they can't even get near you, right?" All the comics and the people that's COVID tested. They they in another area. It's a guards block and. People that from there can't get out. It's blocked we off. can't. We don't want us in. Can't. And then, then, then they got the 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 root the roosts for all the cameras to film from and all they that. They got the everything, dude. It's, but but all the comics that I've seen, the big names, it wasn't that funny. It's like they couldn't even get the. They was white. They couldn't even get the white people to laugh. They just don't. They haven't been performing like that. They rusty. They really rusty. But TV magic. They're going to take they gonna all take the laughs all from that. whoever killed. From other shows. Nick, we keep talking about Russell Simmons. I did Wildin' Out, and then in, in they did a Wildin' Out comedy special. They Basically, in between two episodes we were filming that day, 
They put your name on the so instead of it saying Wildin' Out, it say Tony Roberts, and it go around and around. Oh, and then Nick come of, out and introduce you, and you perform for the crowd that is already coming to see an episode. That kind of shit. I rocked. Right. Me. Uh, there was three other acts that performed. I was the only one that got a response. Russell came that day to watch the episode, from what I understand, mm-hmm. but he was he came early to make sure he saw me do stand up. Okay. We do the show. It comes on TV. All four people who tape got laughter reactions from Russell Simmons in the crowd. I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Don't be giving my Russell laughs. <laughs> they got to make that, that show look good. He don't laugh at everybody. They got to make that show look good. They made it look great. They took all my giggles and gave it to other people. So, Oh, by the way, I'm having a, um, down in the studio down in um, L.A., April 14th, my birthday week, I'm, okay. a, I'm having a big roast. So okay. Chris Pence is going to host it. I got like. Where? We're going to be open. No, I'm gonna have like, like six, seven comics in the room, but it's gonna be virtual. Oh, okay. they're gonna they're gonna have like a thirty dollar ticket with you can have a big wall, fifty people on the wall, and you can actually hear them laugh and they in the room with you. Oh, nice! But then you can see the show for ten bucks, so we're gonna advertise it around the country. And it's, how do people keep up with the information on that? Oh, uh, they they haven't posted yet. Yeah, they, but when I'm, you do get it, I'm sure you're gonna post. No, it. no, I'm gonna post it like crazy. To where? Yeah. I'm, I'm posting on, on Instagram. I got we got. There you go. So follow and then, at Tony and then T. the people Roberts. down that's doing it. They yeah. got a big ass, a big following. Yeah, they going they, they broadcast it all over the country. So just keep 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 in contact with yeah. Him and, at and Tony follow. T. Roberts. Look at everything I'm about to do, man. I got some stuff coming out. I'm Boom. telling you, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. So look, I'm gonna wrap it up. And you're a Q. Absolutely. And I'm with Buster Kappa Kappa in your ass. God damn it. You ain't gotta go to college. I didn't go to college, <laughs> so I Kappa Kappa in my ass. <laughs> Whoopify your ass. So if you're in Tacoma right now, y'all super funny comedy show, come get your tickets right now. I don't know if any any left, but you better ask. We're about to leave. Yeah. We're about to get down. Anyway, come down. Superfunnycomedyclub.com. All right, y'all. Peace.